0: Lob Talk Radio Lob Talk Radio
1: Good morning and welcome to the to Owner Podcast. My name is Felicia Harris, and I have the honor of being your host this morning. Now, you already know, owning a company is complex. There are a zillion moving parts. And when you bring employees into the picture, things get even more complex. Whether you have one employee or 10,000 employees, it can be a challenge to keep it all running smoothly. And that's where everything HR come in. We do one thing, HR. We're human capital experts. We're problem solvers. We make things simpler. And through this complimentary podcast, we'll provide you with the latest HR trends and financial trends to help you through this this particular time in which all of us are being challenged. And this morning is no exception. Today we have with us Lynn Drake. And she's going to talk to us about commercial real estate and how we may be able to approach our landlords, and discussing and make arrangements for that. So first, I'm going to ask Lynn to give us some information about herself and her background and her company, and then we're going to dive right in so we can provide you valuable information that you can put in place today. Good morning, Lynn, and welcome.
0: Hey, Felicia. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your time.
1: Awesome. Um, so give us a little bit of Information about you and your background here in the commercial real estate industry.
0: Well, I have probably a unique background for someone that does commercial brokerage. I spent 15 years in corporate real estate. I was the head of real estate for Kelly um, Services, where I managed a staff of 15 to 20 people. And we had a 1,000 offices across North America. And then I decided to move to what we call the dark side of the industry and become a commercial agent. In addition to 15 years in corporate real estate, I spent about four years being a um, working for the city of Troy as a um, oh, yeah, as a planner, helping them make decisions for approving um, plans for the city for buildings. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, I um, started Compass Commercial in 2010 after uh, seven years in commercial real estate, and we work with businesses uh, here in the Detroit area and across the country, helping them find office and industrial real estate. We don't represent landlords because we feel it's a conflict of interest. We are one of the few uh, agencies in the Detroit area that only represents tenants and buyers. What else can I tell you, Felicia?
1: Awesome. Now, I know you have a book out. Talk to us about this book.
0: Okay. So um, I can't help everybody, and I always feel bad if I can't help a tenant, particularly a very small tenant. So what I did was I wrote a book. It's called Do You Speak Lease? Finding and Negotiating Your Own Commercial Space. And that actually is everything that I do when I'm helping a tenant find space. And it also answers questions like, why won't this agent call me back, and how do I prepare a financial statement, and how do I understand the financial statements and cash flows when someone's doing a commercial deal?
1: Awesome. Awesome. So now today, let's, um, what type of real estate are we going to be talking about today that you're going to be sharing with us?
0: That's a real important question because we will not be talking about residential. Residential real estate is single-family or multi-family apartments, and the laws for that are totally different than commercial real estate. So we're going to be talking about how to lease, and we're only talking about leasing because purchasing, you got to go talk to your banker about that, getting uh, your mortgage held. So we're going to be talking about how to lease office, industrial, and commercial, office, industrial, and retail space.
1: Awesome. So now the, the important question after that is what should I be doing, you know, before I reach out to my landlord?
0: And that's a really important question. You really need to have the answers um, before you call your landlord. So I'm going to go through the things that you need to look at. So what I want you to do is I want you to start by looking at your financial situation for your business. When you call your landlord, you should be able to answer these questions. The landlord might ask you, are you able to make money during this crisis? Yes, no, maybe some, maybe not. You need to explain that. The landlord's going to ask you, how much money can you afford to pay? What we're seeing is some landlords are saying, all the rent is due now, no matter what. Some landlords are saying, I'll let you pay half. Some landlords are letting you defer rent, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. The other thing they're going to ask you is if they give you a deferral of rent, so they give you maybe three months of free rent. How are you going to pay back those three months of rent? Is it going to be over the term of the lease? Are you going to extend the lease? We'll talk about that some more, too. And before you call your landlord, make sure you get a list of applications where you have applied for grants or PPPs so that the landlord knows that you're taking this seriously and doing everything you can for your business. And you should also be, out, be prepared to share with your landlord all of your financial statements. They might ask for this 2019 and 2018 financial statements and also 2020 financial statements. So you should have all of that information at your fingertips and ready to discuss before you call your
1: landlord. And and as we're on that um, topic there, make sure you conduct this in a you know, a business meeting. Can you discuss the importance of making this somewhat of a business meeting, not something where, um, you know, you may be angry or forceful? How important is it to make this a very professional, productive meeting?
0: Well, if you're angry or forceful, the landlord's probably not going to work with you. It's just that simple Um, One of the things that I usually recommend is that you call the landlord and you explain your situation, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. You explain your situation. Remember, your landlord did not cause this. This is caused by a virus. So don't take out your anger on the landlord. The other thing you need to be prepared for is the landlord may have to make his mortgage or her mortgage, or they might actually have a bond and they can't off paying their mortgage, so they might not have the financial means to um, offer you anything um, during this period, any free rent or deferment.
1: Okay. So now what are our next steps that we should be looking at?
0: Well, the most important thing is if you haven't done this, you need to do this anyways, whether or not you're calling your landlord, because as far as leases go, this is my number one priority. For all, for all tenants. You want to pull up all your legal documents. So, those legal documents could include, well will include for sure, an executed lease. There could have been a commencement letter. The commencement letter happens when you lease space and the landlord says he's going to have that lease ready for you, for instance, by um, January 1st, 2018. But perhaps due to the holidays, the landlord wasn't able to get all the construction due doesn't so instead the space will be delivered to you on February first, twenty eighteen. So you need to find the date that your lease actually starts. You need to find the executed lease and possibly a commencement date. So in my example, the lease began two So let's start with that. Then the next thing you want to do is you want to look at the um, um, your lease when your lease expires. So you've got your lease commencement date. Then your lease expires. So if you signed a five-year lease um, and your lease started 2118, your lease expires January 31st, 2023. So you need to know that number before you call your landlord. The other number that you should look up while you've got your lease out is you need to look up a renewal option. So what a renewal option is, it gives you as a tenant the right. To renew the lease. Sometimes the terms of that lease are outlined within the lease agreement. So next thing you wanna notice is you wanna get your renewal option date. So what you do is you, you go into the lease, you find the renewal option section, and you find out how many months notice you have to give. So if you have six months and your lease began um, February 1st, 2018, and your lease expires January thirty first, 2023, your renewal option will be 8 one So now you have all the dates and you have all the financial information. And um, now we're going to talk about some strategies that you can do when you call your lease. And as Felicia mentioned, be kind, be respectful during this call. And by the way, a lot of people are emailing. I really do not think that's a great idea unless you're dealing with a massive landlord and there's no personal touch. But if you are a, a tenant of a small business owner and you call, you're going to set yourself way above everybody else's um, consideration. And then what you do afterwards is then you send an email summarizing what you talked about. Okay, so now awesome. we've got the dates. Um, oh, okay, I'm sorry.
1: Hey, awesome. Because I, I was like, that, that's that's Great information on there, but in um, the strategies, what are some of the possible strategies to be before talking with our landlord, um, you know, there? Because talking with a person goes a long ways because emails has its own language. And right. when you're able to actually talk to an individual, you're, you know, you're relationship building, but you're also connecting in a more personable way when you're able to talk to someone over the phone instead of where if email is a little bit more impersonal. Um, and so I think that's a, a great recommendation um, for everyone to take note of. Yep, I think it's important. Okay,
0: so next we're going to talk about the strategies. So if your lease, if you're in the first or second year of your lease, um, the, the only the best strategy you can do is ask for a lease, deferment, so what that means is you say to the landlord, um, I can pay half the rent or I can't pay all of the rent, but I'm going to defer and I'm going to make those payments to you in the future. And You need to identify when and how you're going to do that. If Some landlords will say yes and some landlords will say no, but start off maybe asking, you know, can I defer rent for 90 days or however long you think you're going to be out and add the term to the lease Or can I defer 90 days and then increase my rent over the remaining term of my lease and I'm paying some of this money back every single month? So that's one strategy. Another strategy is if your lease is expiring in the next 18 months, which is why I asked you to go and look up that lease expiration date, you can do what we call a blend and extend. And what that means is that um, you can say to the landlord, hi, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Landlord, I'm willing to extend my lease now. And what I would like in exchange for that is one month rent-free for every year I extend my lease. So uh, let's say that I'm going to extend my lease for five years. I'm in the middle of one term, so I'm going to ask for three months of this current term to be free, and then I'm going to ask for Two months in the future in my new lease to be free. Does that make
1: sense, Felicia? It does make sense. It makes okay. perfect sense.
0: So just a couple of caveats about this. If you're in an office lease, you really need to go back and look at your base year expenses and some other things. And you also want to go back and make sure, well, for all the leases, are you paying market rent? So rental rates have been ratcheting up pretty quickly over the last few years. Um, They finally got back to where they were before the last recession. So I'm not sure if they're going to be tumbling here or not, but you want to make sure that you're not paying over the rent when you go to renew. So what you can do is you can use um, a tool called LoopNet, or actually you can go to our website, compass-commercial.com, and you can find um, some real estate tools on there. And you can get a market report for the type of real estate you would like to look at. So you want to make sure that you're not overpaying for the rent. So what then I would say is, okay, you know, Mr. Landlord, this is what we're going to do. Does this work for you? Then if they say yes, then I would hang up the phone and I would send them an email and they said, This is what we discussed today, just want to confirm that this is the agreement. Please prepare an amendment to the lease and I will sign it. When that amendment comes in, make sure that it matches every single term you discuss.
1: Awesome. You um, think. Awesome. Do you have any questions?
0: Any questions on
1: that? <laughs> I don't have any questions on that. I think the the, the important thing that I would say um, is, is looking at these strategies, you want to, you know, you're giving them the tools to be well equipped, you know, prior to contacting um, their landlord, so that you have all these different options right there in front of you, so that you can, you know, let them know that you you've thought this out and that you're willing to come to some type of win-win um, agreement. And it's important that both sides feel as if a win-win, that one doesn't feel like one is one, and then the other one has lost, you really want to come to a win-win terms. And an understanding, like you said, uh, they may not have that ability to totally give you you know, a free month or several months until we come out of this because they may have a mortgage out on the look the, themselves. And you want Correct. to have a place to go back to. You know, you don't want that to end up being another disruption to your business. Right. And so it's important to maintain that strong relationship and for both of you to come to some type of an agreement where it's a win for both. It's a win for both. And so I think the strategies that you're providing them um, is, you know, equipping them to be able to get there at least from their side and maybe in some cases help Help the landlord, too. Think of other alternative ways that they can work with you. So I think that's of great importance. Um, What else should our listeners think about before getting started? Um,
0: Well, they could hire their uh, real estate attorney or a commercial broker to help them with contacting the landlord if they're uncomfortable with doing so. They need to remember the landlord may have a mortgage that they have to pay. They are not a bank. Um, if you're a bigger tenant in the building, you have much more strength when talking to the landlord because they don't want to lose you. Conversely, I want you to also think about how much is it going to cost if you relocate out of that building. So let's say the landlord says I'm not going to give you any free rent, and you're like, well, I'm going to move. And if the, if you only have one or two people on staff and you're in a small office building, probably not going to cost you much money. But if you're a retail business and you've, you've set up a a restaurant in there, you know, you spent a million dollars just setting that restaurant up. If you walk away, you lose all of that investment. You also need to, if you're an industrial business, you have to move all of your, um, your machines and your inventory, and that can be super expensive. And frankly, if you're a tenant uh, over, um, let's say you have over 15 employees, you got to figure this is going to cost you about $15 per person to move. That business so and you also have to take into account the downtime so I just want everybody to be cautious and not just say well I'm, I'm mad so I'm moving I want you to really think about what's that's going to have the financial impact of my business overall because remember office leases is, and leases are just not rent there are a lot of expenses in addition to that in expenses you might have put into the building um, if you haven't been paying your rent on time, the landlord is probably not going to take your request because they might use this as an opportunity to also get you out of the building if you've not been paying. Um, one, one thing that came up, I've been on a lot of calls lately, and uh, I was on one recently where I had there were two attorneys and myself speaking. And one of the questions that came up was people were asking, if I don't pay my rent and I go to court, I will win, right? That was the question. I will win, win, right, because of what's going on with the world. And the answer was no, you will not win, because when the judges look at um, the law, there's nothing in there for pandemic um, illness. There's nothing in there in, in the law for that. So unless it changes, they're not going to look at that. What they will look at, however, is if you made an attempt, to contact your landlord, and in good faith, you work to put something together, you might get sympathy in the event that you get evicted. So being proactive is the way to move forward
1: in um,
0: your business.
1: Awesome. Now, you have about utilizing an agent and or real estate attorney. Tell us about the yes. benefits using both of those? What what do both of those bring to the table? And could they use one or the other one? So that kind of give us a description as to the roles of both so they can determine do I need both or need one or the other one?
0: Well, I personally think you need both, but let, and let me tell you why. The commercial agent, which is what we are, um, they are handling the business terms. So what does that mean? If you think it's just the rent, that is not true. It is um, like if you had HVAC, heating and cooling systems, who is responsible for that? If you're an industrial building, the answer is you. If you're in an um, office building, it's the landlord. You need to know, you need to know how these things are charged and that they're being charged appropriately. I just saw Lee. Um, he did not the um, the gentleman did not use an agent or an attorney, and he's asking for my help. The landlord has the right to charge every single expense. I've never seen it. The, um, the costs that are being passed for the tenant are literally $4 a square foot higher than they should be, for, and that's for any building on that street. So how did those costs get so high? If an agent had been working with them, they would have said to him, this is not right your uh, company or maintenance charges here, what he's charging you are double what they should be. And, and they'd also look at, you know, can we tax um, certain things? And it's a, lot, a lot of that is also based on the experience of the person you're working with. So that's, that's what a real, a real estate agent could do for you. Now, what does the attorney do? Attorneys are super important because also them looking through these leases, I can tell that an attorney has not been involved. And how can I tell that? The landlord has the right to just kick the tenant out with no notices or anything like that. That shouldn't be in your lease. There are so many important, there are so many important terms in your lease that are legal terms that an attorney can help you get through that a real estate broker or agent is not allowed to do.
1: Awesome. 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 So now, if someone wanted to um, contact you for more information, can you give us your contact information?
0: Sure. My name is Lynn Drake. Company is Compass Commercial. My phone number is 248-817-5400, extension two. Or you can send me an email at l Lynn D for Drake at Compass. C-O-M-P-A-S-S hyphen commercial,
1: dot com. And so, um, and for those that wanted to get your book, because obviously right now finances are a little difficult for everyone. So if they wanted to get your book, how can they get a hold of your book?
0: Um, They can go to Amazon. You can get a hard copy, which is a lot more money, or you can get a Kindle copy, which is only $3 for the Kindle copy.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And the title of it, again, is? Do You Speak Lease?
0: Finding and Negotiating Your Own Commercial Space.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lynn, for all of the valuable information that you provided us today. Is there any other last-minute tips that you want to give us before we sign off for this morning? Um,
0: Come up, do your homework, and then figure out your action items and what you should do. That's about it. Felicia, I really appreciate you having me on. It's great to talk to you, and I
1: appreciate the opportunity. No problem. Thank you for sharing with us um, such valuable information. And as Lynn stated, she covered the commercial side um, of real estate with us uh, today when it comes to your residential. Um, Do understand and know that most of your mortgage companies have made arrangements. You just have to call them Um, and talk to them uh, on your own uh... for yourself and for those of you that may or may not know the U.S. Chamber of Commerce have come out with a grant um... that's opened up uh... opened up on Monday uh... and so it's for five thousand dollars so if you're in a particular area um... based on your zip code you can type that in and you have from three to twenty employees that's a five thousand dollar grant uh... that you may be eligible for so, if you want more information on that, please go to our website at everythinghr.net and go uh, under the news uh, page there. And I think it may be the second or third page now that you will find the financial tracker. We are still continuing to try to uh, build uh, financial resources for you uh, on uh, for the employers as well as employees. So there's grants out there for your employees too as well that applies to them because obviously they too are affected uh, during this time frame. And so we're trying everything that we can to try to provide you with this information. If there are things that you see out there that you're aware of on the grants for the employer or employee side, please share that with us so you help my team out so we're able to pass that information along um, there to everyone during this time frame so that all of us are able to come out on the other side a much better company. Uh, than what we even went in. Again, thank you so very much uh, for uh, joining us this morning, and we look forward to uh, you joining us again on another episode of the Owner Toner Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Felicia.